Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Inspire Change, a new inspirational and motivational broadcast that strives to empower men in a positive way. Designed to educate, empower, and inspire even the busiest individual on the go over that first cup of coffee. Please join me in welcoming Gunter Swoboda, international psychologist, author, speaker, and producer. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Inspired Change. So I hope that those of you who have been listening to the last series of podcasts have gotten a lot out of it. So again, I'm going to stay on theme, on point with the whole discussion and, you know, getting dads to think about themselves as fathers in a new way. And I say new way because the traditional way, which tended to be authoritarian and and to some degree either physically or emotionally absent, and I'll explain that in a little bit more in depth, has not really worked well. Um, We still leave the bulk of parenting to mothers. And, you know, again, with the socioeconomic uh, challenges that we are facing and that we've been creating over the last 40 to 50 years, even that role of being a mother has become seriously compromised in a lot of instances. Okay, so take out message right up front for, for dads, and I want you to think about this really deeply, is that having kids isn't the thing that makes you a dad. Raising them does. Okay, so there's a distinction. And what do do I mean by raising them? Well, there was an interesting article in the Sydney Morning Herald, which is one of our, you know, city's major um, newspapers, which I happen to read online fairly regularly, wherein the headline read, Science is bringing the role of dads into focus. It matters. And it certainly does matter, um, but in essence, uh, those of us involved in psychology, psychotherapy, um, hopefully psychiatry as well, is that there is an understanding about the importance of the role of the father. Now, unfortunately, our society doesn't really allow that to happen fully, and it's not an issue for men Especially, it's an issue for us as a community. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Well, economically, most of us are really, in a sense, having to conform to a way of living wherein work is the central hub of our relationships. You know, someone once said to me uh, in, in a session that, he said, it's really peculiar. I have this great relationship, but I spend more time with people uh, in the office than I do with my partner or my kids. And he, there was such a tone of sadness in his voice that it was very, very touching. 
but that is a voice, you know, that resonates for millions of men, right? So, you know, the the opportunity to be really engaged with our kids has become a struggle. Now, as I've said in a number of podcasts, one of the upsides of COVID-19 has been that working from home has actually given a lot of fathers the capacity to be more involved, to to spend more time with their partner and with their children. And, um, you know, that's that's in itself really, really, really important. Um, so the point here that I'm making is that Australian fathers, and I would say in the UK and in the United States, is it's the same, uh, spend far less time with their children than mothers. So, you know, this that's a really important issue. Now, you know, when we talk about signs catching up, we're talking about a survey of fathers, okay? And so this connects with what I've been talking about in terms of creating attachments wherein the child feels safe and secure. And they're sort of, at the moment, somewhat bilateral, i.e. what I mean by that is that they're focused on the mother. Even a lot of attachment um, studies focus on the mother-child relationship rather than the mother-child and father-child relationship. So in the last session, in the last podcast, that's an interesting sloop, I haven't quite switched off from work yet, um, I spoke very much about the need for fathers to be really engaged and present in things like, you know, the sort of basic care, self-care and care for the child, you know, doing the bathing together, helping the child get dressed. All those things are really, really important. You know, we tend to think about quality time. You know, an hour a week's not going to cut it. Even if you did the whole weekend, we completely focused on that. It And, you know, as I said, most dads sort of gravitate towards doing the fun things. We need to do more in that space. And I know, and this is where I say, you know, as society, our economic system makes that extraordinarily difficult. It is not an easy thing for any one of us to break out or bend around that to make it more uh, fit the needs of my partner and my family. Now, I have, during this time, watched a lot of dads engage really, really well. Okay, and this article points it out. There's a quote in here which I love. Uh, Dr. Jackie McDonald talks about taking a walk the other day and she watched a dad launch a daughter on a bike down a hill. And she was saying, you know, I don't know if I can. And the father's response was, I'll be right here for you. And that's that's loaded with meaning, both on a practical level. Yeah, I'm not going to let you kill yourself on the bike. But it's it's a statement of emotional intent. That is, I am here for you in every which way that you need. And unfortunately, um, you know, one of the things that we've done over the last 40 to 50 years, as I said, and, you know, the book Gabor Mate 
uh, wrote with Gordon Neufeld was just that we've allowed kids to become significantly more oriented towards peers rather than have them, you know, engaged and attached safely and securely in the family relationship. So one of the things that, you know, we, we tend to do as dads in our relationship, if we really foster that, is we actually have a massive impact on the child's emotional, physical, and cognitive development. Um, it's really, really interesting. There's been a number of studies done where, you know, kids tend to look out for dad's reaction to anything that involves a certain level of risk. So even little babies will try to get dad's gaze to see if what they're doing is sort of okay. They tend not to look at the mother for that. They look at the father. So, you know, the whole rough and tumble play is also very important and the capacity, especially with boys, to teach them boundaries around that. You know, doing things is important, but the thing that I work with dad a lot is being there to also teach your son or your, your daughter the capacity to simply be. Part of that is to, you know, be engaging, be emotionally aware, being self-aware, um, being aware of someone else's feeling, the whole issue about empathy. And this is one of the struggles I think that a lot of couples uh, are going through also is that because the emphasis falls often on the mother in terms of raising the children, one of the issues is that a lot of mothers tend to be overprotective. You know, we use the term the helicopter parent. Now, in my experience, uh, I have uh, a lot more of a challenge getting mums to understand that they actually need to take a step back and let go. Um, a lot of kids are growing up in an over-controlled, over-rule-based environment to which they rebel. I mean, most of the you know challenges that I get from from the mothers, he won't do as he, as I'm, I'm, I'm as he's told, and he does the same thing at school. Well, at school, it's actually not that well defined. Uh, at school, if he has a really close relationship with a teacher, he's a lot more cooperative, and he actually does academically a lot better. So we need to keep that in mind. So. We need dads to really step in. As I said, the challenge is the socioeconomic issue. Um, and I believe that there is a correlation with the uh, change in the sort of economic ideology that occurred in the, uh, in the 80s. Okay, sort of a neoliberalism, you know, orientating out our community into a much more materialistic view of life, which isn't satisfying. And so hence this society is making us physically ill, psychologically distressed and creating disorders where there shouldn't be. So this, this topic is really, really dear to my heart. And it's timely because on Sunday in Australia, we're celebrating Father's Day. And I think that a lot of us as dads have got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to celebrate. 
Um, some of us, unfortunately, even though we are doing the best that we can, are in situations where we are separated, divorced. Uh, we're facing, you know, very difficult economic circumstances like lack of job or, or having to participate in the gig economy. So in order to make one living wage, you need three jobs, which is extraordinarily time-consuming and in, an, in a pandemic, in an epidemic, extraordinarily risky. Um, but as I said, there, even in that context, there is a window of opportunity to engage intentionally with our kids on an emotional and social level a lot more. Now, some kids are going to fight that, okay? So I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm a realist in that department. You know, usually by the time most kids get to sort of 12, 13, they're starting to sort of separate out of the family by the time they're 14. They just want to spend time with their friends. And that's okay to a certain degree, as long as they're aware that home is base, home is safe, home is secure. People in your home are unconditionally loving. They care. They'll have your back. Even if you step out of line, they'll still emotionally be there for you. Uh, and you're, you're, you being loved is not dependent on being a great student or, you know, gifted and talented or whatever it is. It's just you. Um, one of the things that I hear from a lot of the boys that have got ADD is that they feel like everyone sees them as being broken, that there's something wrong with them. Um, and, you know, parents often talk about he's got really low self-esteem. And, you know, in a way I'm sitting there going, well, it's not surprising because we're giving this child, this teenager, all these messages that they sort of are. And especially in an environment that's so heavily rules-based and very controlled, um, the child doesn't get really an opportunity to see themselves for who they are because they don't get the re reinforcement or the environment for that. You know, one of the observations I often make is giving ADD kids half the opportunity. Uh, they're extraordinarily sensitive and creative and they can be really, really interesting. But trying to nail them down for seven hours a day in a chair and making them pay attention to stuff that they don't relate to uh, and and on top of that not have a good relationship with the teachers because the roles there are more coercive than loving or caring uh, and sometimes teachers try to do both. I know they're under pressure, so those of you who are teachers out there, don't take them the wrong way. You're doing a great job in a very difficult system and a system that really needs to be overhauled. Um, but it's, you know, we need to look at it from the kids' perspective. So it's not surprising that they talk about low self-esteem or they're highly judgmental of themselves and sometimes they project on others. It is time we rethink all of this. So... On this Father's Day weekend, on those single days where we celebrate our role, let's focus on the stuff that is critically important, that is fundamental in the lives of our children. And that's my relationship, our relationship with the child, where we unconditionally love them, 
we engage with them. You know, spending time with them just to have a chat, you know, might get an ice cream together or, you know, might go down, you know, for a walk on the beach, ride a bike together, lots of different things, you know. A lot of people complain about their kids being on the computer all the time. Well, sometimes instead of trying to get the kid off the computer, see about joining in. You know, sometimes it's fun to play a little bit of a computer game. And then you can go, okay, enough of that. It'd be really nice if we go outside. Let's go and kick a ball or, you know, let's let's do something together that doesn't involve the screens. And we do in our culture need to reduce our reliance on TV, tablets and phones significantly because they're extraordinarily unhealthy. So... Given that part of the sort of pitch that I'm giving to dads here is about raising sons, let me be a little bit more specific about raising sons in this context. And so, you know, the first thing, as as always, is creating a secure attached relationship wherein that your son feels safe and secure. It's going to pay off down in the long run. They're going to make better decisions. They're going to be more engaged. Uh, with the family, there's going to be less conflict most of the time. There's still going to be conflict. So it's really important and be prepared to think about how you're going to deal with your son when the going is not so good. Because most of us are pretty good when everything's going okay, i.e. the child's doing what they're told, the child is being the way that we expect them to be, but they're not always going to do that. In fact, a lot of kids don't do that, period. So I need to search my soul to go, I need that acceptance without coercion, without dominance and without control, which we're socialised into in in a patriarchal environment like we have. Um, You're also going to need to be aware of the ebbs and flows in the relationship. We're not always 100% engaged. That could be my stuff or it could be your son's stuff. You know, if stuff is not going well and, you know, we can spend hours defining stuff, um, he might be a little bit withdrawn. doesn't mean that something's wrong, but he might be preoccupied with something. And it's important to be responsive. So take out here is be responsive, not reactive. If you, if you feel angry and if you feel too angry to uh, regulate that anger, take time out, back off. Focus on the values with your child, being loving, being respectful, being cooperative. Allow them to see that and encourage it to come from them as well. So rather than creating more rules, and and this particularly in the last eight months or so has been a bugbear for me in the work that I do is is the sort of tight, restrictive rules that we put on kids. And for kids with ADD, for example, or any sort of uh, psychological distress or disturbance, rules are just going to make them butt the system more. They're just going to react more negatively. Um, So we need to really, you know, and as I always talk about, in that adolescent period, be more of a consultant rather than a manager. Coach them. Um, But first and foremost, in in many respects, is that stuff about being a role model. Um, You know, I work with kids who, you know, they're trying alcohol, weed, you know, all the other drugs, 
and the parents are up in arms about you know how much you know how much trouble this kid's going to get into because they're using drugs but some parents don't look at their own behavior and i think that's and when they go oh my children don't know uh, i'd have to challenge you kids are extraordinarily perceptive if nothing else they'll pick up on a shift in mood and behavior so let's be clear on a positive note Think about it this way. Yes, it's Father's Day weekend, but it's not just celebrating one day. It's celebrating our relationship with our children very intentionally. You know, I've been very, very blessed in having two fantastic kids who are now tremendous adults raising their own children in the best possible way that I can see. And again, no one's perfect, but I have so much respect for them as people and I've always felt that I had that, whether they were two years old and now as adults. And I think that that's, it. that's an important element in loving each other because it comes back. I feel very, very loved by my kids and my grandkids. So until next time, I hope that takes it into a new realm. I'm going to continue uh, a little bit more specifically about some things. I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about kids with real challenges um, and, you know, how we approach dealing with them, including treatments. So until next time, this is me signing off. And for those of us in Australia, all those dads have a fantastic Father's Day weekend. Thank you for listening to Inspire Change with Gunter. Gunter Swoboda does individual and group coaching for men looking to grow. For more information on this and the global Making Good Men Great movement, check out goodmengreat.com to get into contact. If you have a topic for the show or would like to be a guest on the air, please email producers at Miranda at Nortainment.com. That's Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A, at Nortainment, N-O-I-R-T-A-I-N-M-E-N-T.com. Thank you, and always keep inspiring change. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.